Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Lasers are mapping Scotland's mysterious Iron Age passages. Digitized archaeology is making souterrains, subterranean passages in the highlands accessible in a way Indiana Jones could only dream of. By Charlie Metcalf. In February 2022, Graham Cavers and his team of archaeologists set off in search of a mysterious underground passage called a souterrain. There are around 500 of these Iron Age structures scattered throughout the Scottish Highlands, but nobody knows what they were built for, and no one has ever discovered one intact. Perhaps they were for storage, such as grain in sealed pots or dairy products like cheese, says Matt Ritchie, resident archaeologist at Forestry and Land Scotland. Perhaps they were for security, keeping valuables safe, or slaves or hostages secure. Or maybe they were for ceremonial purposes, for household rituals like a medieval shrine or private chapel. Site surveys can help shed light on the condition and structure of souterrains, but they can take at least a week using traditional methods, says Cavers, whose company AOC Archaeology was enlisted by Ritchie to help map the Crackney souterrain in Scotland's Borgie Forest. Manual measurements using a device called a theodolite, difficult to use in dark, cramped tunnels, have been replaced by laser scanners, which have improved markedly in the past few decades. They used to connect to an external laptop, Caver says. The data could only be recorded as fast as that connection. It was done over an Ethernet cable, so it was relatively fast. But even then, the first laptops that I used with a scanner had 2 gigabytes of RAM. That was top of the range, and a laptop cost an awful lot of money in those days. The tech has developed a long way since then. After crawling into the Cracknessu terrain through a 50-centimeter opening in the ground, Cavers was handed a gray device the size of a shoebox, a Leica BLK360 laser scanner. Cavers set the device on a tripod in the dank one-meter-high passage, adjusted a few settings, and pressed scan. It swiveled into action, firing a laser against the walls of the terrain 10,000 times a second. Cavers and his team can now take millions of measurements in under an hour without lifting a finger. Crackney yielded 50 million in just a few hours. To do the equivalent of what we did with a theodolite, you would be there a long time, Cavers says. Collecting large data sets presents a challenge in itself. Today we're coming back with half a terabyte of data, he says, and we might do a couple of hundred projects in a year. 
it starts to get very difficult to manage from an IT point of view. And obviously, we're archaeologists. We're supposed to be creating archives that are perpetual for the long term. The data does, however, pay its dues. Cavers would have once had to draw or photograph the Sioux terrain from within the dark passageway, which would have challenged his perseverance without any natural light. Now he uses software, Trimble Realworks, Nubagon, and Blender to produce accessible 3D multicolored point cloud models. The team members can then look at the models from any angle they like and measure distances between any two objects, and they can change the colors according to variables such as height and density. It means archaeologists like Richie can teach people about archaeological sites without having to actually go there. Crackney is very remote, Richie says. It's a long way from established walking routes and is relatively difficult to access. That means it's poorly suited to guided tours or educational panels, but a 3D model can be viewed from anywhere. Richie could even print out a scale model and display it in a museum. The technology is making Britain's cultural heritage more accessible and might one day help archaeologists like Richie solve the mystery of Scotland's souterrains. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.